Hey everyone, it's Big Dog from the Big Dog Random Show. You're listening to the Bigfoot Club Podcast. Hey guys, please go to our website at www.bigfootclubpodcast.com. Check out all our merch and all our old episodes. Also, please look for our social media on Twitter, Facebook, on Instagram at Bigfoot Club, the number one. Also, check out Matt Knapp's Bigfoot Crossroads. He is on all platforms. If you have any paranormal or Bigfoot stories, please email us at BigfootClub1 at gmail.com. Hey, everybody. Bigfoot Club, Season 4, Episode 29. What do you got your hands on your hips for? This is Steven <laughs> Dominguez, and I'm here with Uncle Robert. <laughs> I just realized I've never done that before. Yeah, you actually do pretty good at it. Oh. I try. I try to do it like you. Know, try to try to. Match I don't. You. I don't put my hands on my hips. Uh-huh. Hey, everybody! <laughs> Bigfoot Club. And I don't move my head and move my shoulders <laughs> side to side. Season four, episode twenty nine, <laughs> with your host Stephen. I'm here with Uncle Robert. <laughs> uh, man, how how are you, man? I'm good. I'm really good. I guess and, I'm taking lead on this one. Yeah, you are. Um, you know, uh, so how's work? It's good. It's really busy. Uh, I've been given a lot of duties at work uh, that I'm not really used to, and I'm trying to do my best on it. And so, just really busy. Sounds like uh, sounds like you need to get paid for what you're actually doing. Yes, that would be great. Mm. How about you? How's work for you? Oh, work is good. Um, I'm doing still uh, well. The merger went through, and we got some good changes coming along the way. Let's just say the stuff that I, me, and my department did for a long time that we were abused of doing for almost everything. We're finally going to be do, just doing what we're supposed to be doing. Nice. That's nice. That's yeah. always good. Whenever, whenever you you actually do what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, and not do other people's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. we were. Uh, we were the jack of all trades. We're, they would say like, "Oh, you know, if it's a billing question, you send it send it over to the coordinators." Yeah, they know what they're doing. And yeah, and we're like, "Oh, that, I guess I guess I do." It actually feels a lot like my job. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, no, uh, work is good. Uh, I got we, my voice back. Yeah, we didn't do a show last week because yeah. both of our voices because because we took the boys camping. <coughs> Excuse me. We took the boys camping uh, for part of their scout. Group right, mm-hmm. the, a Boy troop. Sc- the Boy Scouts, uh, Pack Three Seventy Four. Uh, yeah, we went to um, Possum King Kingdom Lake. Lake. Yeah. Yep, and it was amazing. It was great. It was uh, just like uh, we just lost our voices because yeah, cause you have allergies. I have allergies, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. We're amongst uh, lots of lots of cedars. Yeah, and so it kind of just tore us up. And like our voices were really bad last week. We sound like uh, Katarina. Yes, we did. And you know what sucks is that, you know, your, your boy here, it's your boy, Steven, um, he has he has sleep apnea. I have sleep apnea. And, yeah, and I have a, I don't have a CPAP machine like most normal Americans do. Yeah, I yeah. have a BiPAP machine because your boy, Steven, has got sleep apnea pretty bad. So uh, I got this battery uh, pack here called Primax, and it's supposed to last five days. Now, what they don't tell you... Is that uh, yeah? The last five days, if you're just charging a, a phone, yeah. Um, but if you're using a machine that's using a heavy wattage, like your boy Stevens sleep apnea machine, uses uh, it, it ranges up to forty one to sixty seven. What? what I was saying. watts? Yeah, watts. And uh, it only lasted three hours. Yeah, that sucked. So I only slept for three hours, and I think you were really worried about it. You were like, I think we should we should probably. You, should, you know, maybe we should go to a hotel. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not ruining this, this, uh, this trip over a health concern. Um, I've lo- I've lost a, a good amount of weight, and I think uh, there's a couple times where I can get away with it, like th- those nights. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't simply do it every day. I, I sleep with my machine because I want to sleep. Yeah, because like I was noticing, whenever you're sleeping like in a tent. You were sleeping good. You were like, you were you were snoring, but that wasn't really loud. Mm-hmm. You're breathing all the way straight through, so it was kind of good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, because every time I woke up, I think you were just going back to sleep because you were. I think you were looking at me or yeah, making sure I was uh, breathing. But I would get up and make sure that the boys were okay. 
The boys were great. They were so tired that they didn't even care where they were sleeping. I think the second night, a Saturday night, we were so tired that Ricardo sat in one of the, the camping chairs and he got my, my jacket and he, he passed out there. Yeah. He passed out on the, the, the camping chair. And I was like, man, what, what the heck? Look at this boy here. Pick that boy up. How <laughs> you just say that? Uh, grandpa. <laughs> um, yeah, we haven't done a show in a while. We haven't done it since the, the Blackwell, Blackwell Ghost one. Uh, yeah. And do you, do you want to bring up something that's so weird about that? Yeah, we did. We we did episodes one through six, and we released it two weeks ago. The weekend that we put it out, mm-hmm. uh, Clay Turner released Blackwell Ghost seven. And what did we say on that episode? Gee, when do you think he's going to release seven? Yeah, <laughs> so synchronicity. It was it was good. It was actually I really enjoy, I really enjoyed that. So we, we honestly I really would like to get him on the show. I would too. I, I would enjoy it. I think uh, talking to him just about his passion just for making movies and or documentaries, yeah, would be an interesting interview. I think so. Yeah, know, Clay Turner, if you're uh, listening to this, please reach out to us because um, we want to talk to you. We want to talk to you. We would really like to promote the next one because you know the next the last one that we saw yeah yeah i won't go into much detail but yeah we we have to do a show about that we mm-hmm. won't we won't mess up on this one um i did want to talk about uh there was a couple emails that we got and i i, I apologize for everybody that's been emailing us and i haven't responded like right away i've been doing my best trying to respond back to everyone uh we got an email from chrissy king out of new south wales australia oh and she was writing. She was writing. I love the podcast and Sebastian Soundbites. He's awesome. Love listening, and I'm so glad everything is is going well for you, and you continue getting better. Cheers, Chrissy. Chrissy, thank you so much. Chrissy, thank you so much for saying those kind words to my uncle because he's he's been through a lot, and he's uh, he's. I can assure you, he he's better. Yes, he is. He is better. He's joking. He's. He's sipping on his Coke Zero, and I don't think he can uh, uh, top the moment unless we win the lotto. <laughs> um, and then as for Sebastian, should you play a Sebastian bite for that? Let's see mm-hmm. here. Hold on. Big foot club for life, homie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, man. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about this one? Is haunted, homie. Yep. <laughs> so she sends another email. Oh, she says you guys should watch Australian Skies with Don Mears. Mm-hmm. He he was working with Attila Caldi, and it's pretty good. And uh, there is like three parts. I looked I looked for the books by Sunbow um, True Brother. The Sasquatch message to humanity is very interesting. We have to check that out. I did. I did see Australians in the skies. I saw two and a little bit of three. I never finished three, mm-hmm. um, but two was actually really good. That was, uh, yeah, no, that, that was a really good one. She also writes again. Oh. She writes, "Hey guys, wondering if you watched the Legend of Bigfoot 1975 documentary with Ivan Marks. Ivan is like a, he's like a <coughs> guy, the guy, early guy that's been into Bigfoot like in the." Like in the seventies, the sixties and seventies. That's not the Legend of Boggy Creek, is it? No, no, no. Oh, okay. uh, and for uh, and there's there's Juan's there's a book called Millennial Hospitality. I need to go. Re- it it reads written by the U.S. Air Force officer and based in uh, Mojave Desert. I think it's in the sixties, and he used to release weather balloons, and he writes about aliens being there and how top officers and the government officials were working. With a very interesting book. Chrissy, we'll check it out. Thank you so much. Oh, Chrissy. Um, I did write her back, and I did I did thank her. And mm-hmm. uh, she says, she she did write back again. And she says, hi, guys. Reply, because I, I asked her if it was okay if I we read this on our show. Mm-hmm. And she says, hi, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for the reply. I don't mind. I've, I don't mind at all. I've been listening to your podcast and Bigfoot Crossroads, finding some very interesting stuff on the internet. So she reads... She listens to Matt's show too, mm. so which was kind of cool. Matthew Reginald Nappers. Matthew Reginald Nappers. Wow, man. And uh, Tony um, is—I um, won't give her last name because she didn't want me to give out her last name. But <coughs> Tony is also a 
uh, a, f- a fan of the show, and she actually drove out to Mineola to meet me mm. when when I was there. And so she 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 was one of because like Matt did a, a giveaway for a contest. I was giving out buttons and stickers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Tony won like one of Matt's contests, mm-hmm. and so she sent us a picture of her wearing a Bigfoot Club shirt with a Bigfoot Club. A uh, mug holding a Bigfoot uh, Bigfoot Crossroads button, so it's kind of wow. it's kind of cool. So, wow. so she, I, I'm assuming that she listens to the show too. Uh, yeah, because she won the contest. So. Mm-hmm. Tony, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And if you need help, Tony, uh, please don't reach. Please reach out to us. Yeah. So I'll just go with that, and uh, we're going to be talking today with Terry Kegel. Mm-hmm. Porch Matters podcast. I'm pretty excited about that one. And you got anything else you want to talk about before we mm. bring Terry in? Uh, no, no. I think uh, you're not twitching right now. No. Nah, well, I got back into twitching uh, this week. The other last two weeks, I you know I'm dealing with sickness and uh, camping for the boys. I just wanted to focus on that. So okay. I apologize to any of the viewers that that. Uh, expect to see me on um i twitched only once this week i plan on you know making a a a schedule uh pretty soon and uh, committing to it and uh yeah trying trying to save up to get a ps5 so i can play some god of war (laughs) (laughs) i have the game i just don't have the console i have a ps4 but it won't last on that that game will not last. Yeah, that that thing will kill it. <clears throat> yeah, it'll it'll kill it like sweet ass macaroni. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will start smoking, and then Ricardo will get mad at me because that that's honestly his console now. Yeah, he plays video games on it. Yeah, so he would be pretty upset. Like you broke it. Um, we are approaching fifty thousand downloads. We're at wow. we're, we're at forty seven thousand right now. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, please, every, everybody, subscribe. Go to our page, go to our website, like, subscribe, download, share the podcast to, mm-hmm. with a friend. Uh, we really would really appreciate it. Comment, do a comment, um, do do something. Do, mm-hmm. some, do something. That sounds dumb. Do something. <laughs> do something. So are you ready to get uh, Terry on? <coughs> yeah, if I could just stop coughing. What, Jesus. What, what's going on with <clears> you? I don't know. Just start... Like, you weren't coughing before the show, and mm-hmm. I hit record, and now, now you're coughing. <laughs> it was all planned. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We're going to bring Terry on. <clears throat> Go ahead. All right. So, I'm pretty excited today. We have today, Terry, I'm, if I butcher your name, I'm sorry. Terry Kegel with Porch Matters. Wow. Por- Porch Matters Podcast. <laughs> Porch, <laughs> Porch Matters Podcast. Welcome to the club. It's good to be here. Man, I'm Robert just... Dominguez is a butcher, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is swinging a machete and just chopping I am, the hell. Man, I was I'm nervous, man, talking to you. So, oh, you shouldn't be nervous, my friend. It, the name's Terry Cagle. Good job, you got close. I can't tell you how many times my name got pronounced like that on the football field. Cagle, glory days right, okay. of high school. So I'm used to that, especially whenever that telemarketer calls and you know asking me about my extended warranty they're always like is this Terry Kegel so you know I, know I don't know I don't know anybody who goes by Kegel so you got the wrong number <laughs> <clears throat> it's pronounced Terry Kegel Terry thank you for coming on man I wanted to tell you um before we jump into everything here but uh I haven't told a lot of people this but uh when I was you asked me to be a guest on your show last year uh, twice I came on your show twice, uh, um, but uh, I was in. I was going through a situation like a medical condition. I was going through uh, some recovery time, and I didn't tell anybody this. I, Stephen, I didn't even tell you this, but I was, I was, I was debating whether I wanted to do a podcast again because hmm. I was really, really into like uh, my recovery and i wasn't going as fast as i wanted to and my older bro- i was living with my older brother terry at, at the time and i was he was wanting me to pull out the podcast stuff and he wanted to get me going and i really didn't want to do it i really didn't and uh you reached out to me i can't remember if it was it was twitter or or it was facebook but you reached out to me and you asked me to be on your show 
And I just wanted to tell you, brother, that I really, really wanted to thank you for that because I, I, I think doing your show got me in the right path to do my show again because I, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to do it again. And, and then, you know, I didn't want to say no to you because you, you reached out to me and I said, yeah, I'll do it. And I ended up doing it. I pulled all the gear out, pulled all the gear out. And, um, but I wanted to thank you for that. I don't, I didn't, I didn't tell you that though. From the bottom of my heart, I really do appreciate that. And it was an honor and a privilege to have you come onto the porch. And I really did enjoy our conversation. You, we became fast friends and you know, anything that I or porch matters can ever do for you. You let me know, my friend. Absolutely. I mean, you've you've done a lot. You talk about my show all the time on your on your thing, so I really really appreciate it. And I, I can tell you this: I, I listen to your show like weekly. I know a lot about Alabama politics. I can just tell you that. Right <laughs> so well, well, I you know, uh, uh, well, I I don't want to get too far ahead. You just you lead the way. I'm not used to necessarily being the follower. So I'm going to follow your lead, my friend. Okay. Um, where did where did the the concept of porch matters come from? Because I I'll be honest with you, I hadn't listened to any of your early stuff. I've been listening to all your recent stuff. So tell me, tell our listeners what got you involved in this in this idea of porch matters. Well, before I do that, you know, you you throw out all of those nice kind words, and I'm really humbled and I'm really appreciative. But it, it, it kind of feels like you're, I've got a little bit more pressure on me now than what I had before. So you tell your friends that I'm great, and I, I, just, I just don't know if I can live up to the hype, but I'm <laughs> going to do my best. Porch Matters is it's a concept that I came up with while I was helping do another show with a couple of friends of mine that I worked with at the Walker County Jail in Jasper, Alabama. We, I had always loved podcasts. I fell in love with podcasts and first found out about podcasts whenever I found out that Stone Cold Steve Austin was going to have his own, his own podcast. Right. And I was like, that sounds fantastic. What's a podcast? <laughs> so I figured it out quickly. And then I was like, wow, this is really, this is really an awesome concept about how you can just do and sit down and just talk to people and it was almost like guerrilla radio back in 2012 you could say whatever you wanted to you could do whatever you want to and then to a degree it's still the same thing and i just started listening to podcasts more and more to the point where i quit listening to the radio i just started downloading and subscribing to any kind of podcast i could i'm a i'm a person that has a lot of different interests you can really see that if you listen to my show Mm -hmm. my granddad taught me a long time ago to learn a little a little something about everything and i kind of took it to the upteenth degree i've got a lot of different interests so you know cryptozoology happens to be one of them and i was reached out to you and I was very fortunate to have you come on the show and we talked and it was great. My buddies reached out to me in 2019 and was like, you want to, would you like to do a podcast with us? And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, cause all, all I've ever heard was high, high production value stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I figured you had to have a lot of money to do it. And then they told me about a little app that they found on their phone that was free called anchor. And I was hesitant at first. And if you listen to my show, you'll hear me talk about how I've been hesitant on a lot of different stuff. And I've what if to myself out of a lot of different situations, but I wanted to sit back and I wanted to see how, how they operated and how they done. And they kept talking about me and just kept talking about me. And then on about episode six, I had to go to, uh, I was actually on the road. I'm a, at that time I was driving a truck and 
they just I was sitting back in the sleeper trying to sleep up at the customer, and all of a sudden my phone starts ringing, and it's them. And I just had a hunch that they were just trying to catch me off guard so they could record me on the show. <laughs> yeah. So I did. So I didn't answer. <laughs> I gave it about fifteen minutes and called them back, and lo and behold, that was exactly what they were trying to do. And then I finally agreed to come on, and it went really well. I fell in love with the process. We would come up with different topics to talk about, and you know, we'd do a little research here and there. You know how it goes. You know the drill. Yep. You're podcasters. And you know, we rocked on for about, I'd say, about eight or nine episodes to the point where I was actually going to be a permanent member on their show. The name of the show was Two Guys and a Podcast. Now, obviously, if I'm on the show with them, that means there's three. Three, So so the name really didn't fit. And we were sitting around trying to come up with another name, and Porch Matters just came to me. And I stumbled upon an article whenever I was just kind of looking around, and it was... I can't remember the name of it necessarily, but it was paraphrasing was bring back the front porch or something along those lines. I'll have to find it and send it to you. <clears throat> and it was talking about how the front, how the front porch was the barrier between public, your public life and your private life. And then I remembered back as a kid, you know, I'm 40 years old and anytime we had visitors or anytime my granddaddy wanted to talk about something or Anytime any family member wanted to talk to my grandmother about anything, ladies always went to the kitchen table. The men always went to the porch. Mm-hmm. So I read between reading the article and thinking about that, I was like, what an awesome concept. I could sit on my back porch and, you know, by 2020, COVID was already rampant and everybody was pretty much sitting at home. But, you know, back up just a little bit while we were going over names and we continued on, but I really wanted to do my own thing and I ended up leaving them and then started trying to come up with my own thing, which is porch matters. And one of the, uh, co-hosts that from two guys in the podcast was one of my best friends at the time, Jason Akins. He just said that he would come on and help me. And another thing that kind of led to that, uh, Melissa Stewart, she was a co-host as well. And she worked with me on my, you know, at my job and she was fixing to move to Ohio and we had talked about it and me and her used to have three and four hour conversations about everything and, and nothing. I like her. I like, I listened to that, that one episode. I really liked that one. Yeah. And we, she was moving off and I kind of wanted to see how our chemistry would be with a recording. You know what I mean? It's different. You can talk to somebody and all day long, but when that red light comes on, sometimes people freeze up. Yeah. You know how true. it is. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So I met her up in Madison where she lives or lived at the time, right outside of Huntsville. It's about an hour and a half from my house. Sat on a park bench, hit the record button on my iPad, had a microphone plugged into it. We had about a 30 to 45-minute conversation, just us shooting the bull about um, comic books and feminism. Mm -hmm. And I played it for Jason, and he was like, this is a, this is an interview that I would love to hear as a fan. And I was like, well, I guess I'm onto something and I'm rough, you know, about different subjects. I, I'm always big on communication and conversation and the lost art of discussion. I think that's a big thing. A lot of people now are stuck in their own think tanks, I guess, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people these days will look and they don't value other people's opinions as much as what they used to. Well, you're wrong. I'm right. Well, are you sure about that? We don't know that necessarily for sure, do we? And maybe 
my perspective is this because of this, and maybe your perspective is this because of that. Why don't we share our stories and maybe you could change each other's perspective. I like to think of my, since you were talking about politics, I like to think of myself as more of a center or conservative to a degree. I'm fiscally conservative, but I'm socially more liberal. If that makes any sense. It does. Um, I like to think myself more of the center. Uh, Melissa came at it, came at us with a whole different perspective being what she is. And, you know, she's more of a conservative type like me. Jason comes at it from a whole nother side being more of an independent liberal. So we would talk about a lot of different things and bring each other's perspective to it. Now, I just thought that that made really good conversation to start with. That was the concept of porch matters to begin with. And then we, Melissa ended up taking another job and got to the point where she couldn't record much. So it just became me and Jason. And then Jason ended up sending me a message in February or so of 2021 saying that, you know, he was done for a little while and then, honestly, he just never came back. So I had to back up and punt. So I just started basically looking around on social media for people that I found interesting, on topics that I found interesting, and reaching out and seeing if they wanted to come talk to me. And here we are. I, I really love that concept. I think um, just the fact, you know, because like you, you talk about things that I know, you know, Stephen and I, we don't really talk about. And I, I like that that concept of of talking about you know talking to someone who's like an arm wrestler or talking to who's <laughs> someone that's going out to be a you know a, a governor candidate or a senate a, you know senate seat or something so i, th- I think it's kind of neat i mean because like <coughs> i mean i know Stephen and i talk about bigfoot and we talk about the paranormal and stuff like that but it's just um you know we we have a tendency of talking about other stuff too so <laughs> so yes Yes, you do, and I have been a listener of your so, show. Thank you, and I re- and I really enjoy your show. By the way, I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you, thank you. Um, so did uh, these guys the one the ones you started a podcast with? Did they know about the like the equipment? What you know? What kind of mics to buy? Dy- dynamic, you know, uh, all that stuff. Did they know any, like anything about that, or did you have to learn like the hard way? <laughs> we had to learn the hard way to start <coughs> with. It was basically just a tablet and some little Walmart microphones. I had to learn how to back a ways away from the microphone because my voice is pretty strong and it carries. It's booming. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Very booming. It's like right now I'm sitting about a foot away from my sure microphone as we talk to you, as I talk to you right now. Mm -hmm. He's got a sure microphone. Yeah. Oh Lord. He's big time. (laughs) No, I just, I just sat back and I, you know, I actually talked to Robert about this Mm -hmm. in private and I was like, if I'm going to actually do this, I'm going to get serious about it. That's a, that's, that's the way to do it. That's mm -hmm. You know, everybody's like, well, why do you do podcasts? Well, it's, uh, my, my phrase has always been, well, it's a cheaper habit than golf. It is, but (laughs) it's, uh, but it's also a passion project of mine as well. And I really enjoy doing it. And if I'm really going to enjoy doing it, well, let's get serious about it. Mm-hmm. And sure, so. mic, sure, mics are amazing. Sure, mics and Beacon yeah. mics are amazing. Now don't now don't get it twisted. I didn't get the high end sure mic. I, hey, I'm not sitting. It's I mean, okay. I, <laughs> it's it, they luckily I think they started making the the little bit cheaper sure mics. Yeah, yes, sir. Um, they did, and it's still great quality. Yeah, because, yeah, like, you know, to be honest with you, Terry, I get, I get people that, you know, other podcast guys that, like, reach out to me, and they say, hey, can you listen to my podcast? And I listen to it, and it's, like, four guys with one mic. And, yeah. and, I, and I tell them, I said, I go, what's your goal? What You know, what's your goal to do? Because if you're going to do a podcast, the audio's got to be good. That's yes, just, I mean, it's just, that's just the bottom line. It's got to be good. If it's not good, then you're just wasting your time. Yeah. You know, I had... I had a little bit of experience playing music in a praise and worship band in church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they always drilled audio quality. We did sound checks out the rear end. You know, um, I've always heard other podcasters. And whenever I get 
whenever I get into stuff, I start doing my own research. It's one of the reasons, one of the reasons why I don't play golf as we brought it up. Mm-hmm. One reason why my high school football coach told me, that was the very first piece of advice he ever gave me. He said, Kegel, you ever, you play golf? No, sir. I know, sir. I don't. Well, good. You'll end up breaking more clubs than you hit balls. So I just, <laughs> so I took his advice and ran with it. I, I never played, and you know, much like I said with my guest Jason Phillips of the Community Journal. I was going to say I, that. I was going to say that, but go ahead, yeah. Yeah, I've never understood the game. You you draw back with a with basically a stick or a club, and you hit a ball, a hundred and some odd, two hundred some odd yards very little ball and then you decide to walk or if you're just like me and you'd <laughs> you'd ride down in a golf cart then maybe you'll find it maybe you don't if you find it stick it in your dead gum pocket and go on about your business you're a winner but no they want to hit it again i've never understood that concept yeah <laughs> yeah i never never understood golf i have a lot of <laughs> a lot of coworkers at my job i say hey man you want to go golfing no hell no uh, well, some of, some of my buddies actually hit me up and was like, you need to go to the thrift store over here and buy you a 30 or $40 set of cheap clubs and come play with us. I hate losing at checkers. I'm a good sport about it, <laughs> but it burns me up. I can't stand to lose. I'm a good sport, like I said. But if you beat me, I'm going to become obsessed with beating you. I will put everything and every extra bit of time that I have into getting better so the next time that we do anything competitive, I stomp you. That's just the way I am, and that's just the way I'm built. So I've never been able to play golf with my buddies. (laughs) Yeah, Like you said, cheaper habit. Yeah, I I think I had a boss that wanted to play golf all the time, and I just went with him just to go, just get off work and – but I, I never picked it up. I never did. I go, yeah. There I was a time I remember you were you were you were playing it, and I was all like, why? I know. It was whenever you were living with Mike. Yeah. And my, Mike was a golfer too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think you were just trying to be like. I was just trying to get out of work. That's all I was doing. That's uh-huh. all I was doing. Trying to go to Shotsky's and yeah. get a cup of coffee. But <laughs> a little espresso. Yeah. So I, I never understood that either, but um. But yeah, I think I think for Mario because I know you you have I, and I, if I if I'm saying this I can take this out whatever uh, you have a Roadcaster Pro right? I do. Mm-hmm. You have the the first generation or the second one? Yeah, I got the first generation, and then like two months later they oh, came out yeah. with the second generation, <laughs> and I, I was like, God, I should have just waited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still hadn't got that thing figured out just right. I've got static in my headphones, and you can hear it in the audio, and it kind of drives me nuts. Really, I can't. I can't hear it whenever I listen to your show. Yeah. Well, I mean, so since we're being completely honest, I've got it, but since I haven't figured out all the kinks yet, mm. I've just been plugging my mic into my laptop the last three or four episodes. Just okay. To get rid okay. Of static. Oh man, what I could do, I don't know. I, maybe I can do screenshots because I think I I fixed mine because mine was doing that too. Yeah, and you're, I, I remember that you were, and you were I, just doing that. And I went through every like setting, and I can do screenshots and send it to you whenever whenever I, might, I get a chance. I might I might need you to do that. Okay, either that or send me some YouTube videos so I can learn it myself one way or another. Because that's that stuff. It drove me insane too. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't I couldn't like we caught a couple people and. We were interviewing them, and it was like it was, but like I think like uh, you had Sarah on your show, right? Sarah from uh, the UK. I did, and I heard that show, and I really liked it, so I reached out to her, and I talked to her, and I was getting feedback the whole time, and it was a great interview. I really enjoyed it, yeah. but, I, but I couldn't use it, and I yeah. go, and I go, Sarah, I can't use this. This is so bad. <laughs> I go, not 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 the like the interview, but just the sound quality was just so bad, and right. Like, I had to set up a second interview with her, and she was really great about that. So I was, I was, she she was an awesome guest. I actually need to reach back out to her and see if she'll come back on. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I gave her some ideas, and I think she she ended up running with it. So I was really really happy with that. So, so I was I was just saying. Speaking of Bigfoot, what what okay. are your what are your thoughts on? I know you're not. I was on your show because you wanted to know about Bigfoot, but I was wanting <coughs> to know your thoughts on Bigfoot and 
in the state of Alabama. Much like that I told you, I'm, I've never personally seen one. Mm-hmm. But just because I haven't seen one doesn't mean that I don't think they're real. There's way too many credible people mm-hmm. that have never spoken to one another that have seen basically the same thing. Now, I, I've got a background from wearing a badge. that That's called detective work and investigations, as you well know, mm-hmm. from your background. You put one... one uh, you connect the dots, one plus one equals two. Mm-hmm. So who am I to tell credible people that what they saw was not what they think it was? Just because I haven't seen one myself. I would love to see one myself. I just haven't seen it yet. That And just like I said, that does not mean that they're not real to me. I believe they're real. I, I will say this, that I'm not a fan of the BFRO, but they have one of the best uh, Bigfoot databases, and there uh, they are four sightings in Walker County. Really? 2010 to uh, 1990. Another one, That was a fall of 1990, a spring of 1990, and July of 1988. Motorist sighting of a dirty, white, upright creature near the town of Kansas. Yes, that's northern Walker County, actually, northwest Walker County. And this, this, the fall of 1991 is, let me see here, what, 11, one and a half miles southeast of, I'm probably going to butcher this, Nauvoo, <laughs> Alabama? You, you, once again, sir, you, you are definitely the butcher tonight. That's <laughs> <laughs> Nauvoo. We, we locals call it Nauvoo. Nauvoo, okay. Nauvoo. And uh, Terry, I couldn't help but notice you said y'all said something about Huntsville, Alabama. Is that is that where he yeah he resides? Like yeah. where where I where I currently reside is a little community called Dilworth. Okay, if you look if you look at if you look at it on the map, you'll see a little town called Summerton. Then you'll see a littler town. Yes, I did say littler. littler. Called called Sipsy. I'm right in the middle. There's, okay. There's. Old strip pits here that had basically surround the property because this county used to be per capita one of the top three nationwide on coal production. Okay. Walker uh, County, Fayette <clears throat> County, and Tuscaloosa used to be top three, and they used to flip-flop pretty much every month or every quarter nationwide. Now, you know, coal's kind of went away. But I'm surrounded with old reclaimed strip pits. I've got a few cow pastors. I've got several old people, and I've got a few meth heads down the road. So oh. it, it's it's a nice community. Uh, great to, great place to raise a family. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I um, on my job, I'm, I'm I got um, we're going through a merger, and we just went through a merger, and uh, one of the people that used to dispatch for Huntsville. Uh, he got promoted, and so I'm watching his territory um, right now. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I guess I'm a butcher as well because I called one of the technicians, and he was, he's like, "Wait, where you got me going?" And I was like, "Oh, you're going to, you're going to Boaz." My home terminal for where I work is actually in Boaz. Is it okay? Yeah. So it's I must have said Bose. I think I said Bose. And, yeah. he, and he chuckled. He goes, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> all right, yeah, I'll, I'll go, I'll go there." Close. Close enough. Yeah. I was like, what? Because, because, by the way, way, Robert, I'm just picking at you whenever I call you a butcher. No, that's okay. If I was to look at, if I was to look at Texas towns on a map, I'm probably going to butcher a few of them. Terry, that's, that's, that's my shtick. If I was a wrestler, that's my (laughs) shtick is that I, I butcher stuff. I'm okay with it. (laughs) So, so So, yeah, I, I guess in my mind, I didn't want to say, Boaz, like you know, Boaz. You Boaz. Know? Oh yeah. yeah, you got to you got to put some southern twang. Yeah. Into so I, I thought about it, but I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the safe route. I'm gonna say Bose, and the guy was like, eh, yeah, I'll drive I'll drive to Boaz. I was like, Uh-oh. speaking of which, folks, I, I'm sorry if my southern accent maybe offends you or rub you the wrong way. I apologize for that. I know I sound like a combination of John Coffee from the Green Mile and Forrest Gump. I cannot help it. And it is what it is. So if you don't like it, I really, truly apologize. Yeah. 
No, I, I like it. It's the only problem is when I hear it a lot, I I guess my inner twang comes out. You're gonna start yes. doing it. You're gonna start and, doing it. And yeah. you'll you'll hear it and I'm not mocking you. I promise you I'm not. Huh. That's uh, all good. Every time I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. Every, if you li- if you listen to the podcast and some people that doesn't don't have the same accent that I do, I think I did it with Robert as well on both of the episodes. <laughs> My accent kind of goes away, and I start trying to watch how I pronunciate things. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get it. I do yeah. it, too. It's, 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 I guess it's one of my, my downfalls or whatever, hidden talents. I wouldn't say call it talent, but. Yeah. Uh, I would call it a hidden talent. Because uh, I'll hear it, and if, if it's like Matthew McConaughey, you know, if he starts, he starts talking a lot, and then I'll start, I'll start <laughs> like, tr- I'll start trying to, to copy. If it's Woody Harrelson, I'll try to do Woody Harrelson or something like that. It's just I like I like to not mock people, but do impressions of it. Yeah, Terry, we did uh, we did like a five week run where we were doing Australian people. Oh my gosh! And Stephen so was talking like Australian the whole time. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, so Yeti down from down under. 19 meters. 19 meters down, wearing my thongs. And I'm just like, oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I got possessed there. Sorry. Yeah, we went, we, we went on like a five-week run. We, I interviewed Sarah Bignall with Yowie, Yowie Central Podcast, and she just hooked me up with everybody that's anybody <laughs> in Australia. Every so, week. You're really? Like, you're like, hey, yeah. uh, so we got, we got Gary Lynn. And then after that, we got, you know, John, Cur- uh, John Kirsch. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name. Wow. Uh, we got him coming on, Attila. Uh, we got Kirshner. Attila. Yeah. Got Attila coming on. And I'm all like, oh, my gosh. Okay. We're, doing, we're just getting the whole uh, yeah, we got, spiel of Australia. We interviewed Yowie Dan. And Yowie I, don't, Dan. I, don't, I don't even know his real name. He just goes by Yowie Dan. <laughs> yeah. So Did we ask him? And he would, I, I asked him, but he wouldn't tell me. So <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> even that's, that's his Facebook, too, Yowie Dan. So. Yeah. But I, I also apologize for coughing. I feel like I'm trying to no, re- yeah, have Robert. a little bit of a relapse. So <laughs> no, I Robert's giving me the dirty look because I, I, I wasn't coughing at all. As soon as we started the show, he's like, "Why are you coughing all of a sudden?" <laughs> right. But I know. But I know you were you were trying to get sick like uh, a couple weeks ago. Was it last week? Terry? Yeah. Now, well, I about it was two weeks ago actually, and I this past week I got better, but last. Last day or so, coughing's trying to come back. So, do you do you have allergies or? No, I don't. Wow. Um, and you, I've it's been years since I had the flu or anything, and yeah. I oh, went yeah. to the doctor. You know, I I'll share some HIPAA stuff with you. I don't care. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, I went to the doctor, and I you know I did not have COVID. I did not have the flu, but. Mm-hmm. You know, they gave me a couple of shots, gave me a Z-Pack, sent me on my way. About three or four days later, I quit coughing, thought I was over it. So mm-hmm. the last two days, I've been coughing more. So it is what it is. Yeah, I think in my old age now, I'm, I just started developing allergies. And we, Stephen and I, we took his boys out camping last weekend. Amazing trip. Amazing trip. It just We were um, amongst like a grove of cedars, and so they kind of just tore us both up. So Yeah, I lost, I lost my voice uh, Saturday night, and I didn't get it back till Tuesday, and I was, you know, talking like, you know. Yeah, we, John, didn't, John we didn't do a show last week because our, our, both of our voices were jacked. Yeah, my voice was, it was deep, but it would, it would scratch. It would go in between, between, you know, John Coffee, and then it would go like, you know, like an animated character. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah almost no. almost sounded like he was right in the middle of puberty. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right in the middle of puberty. Yeah. backwards to puberty. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm 40 years old, my friend. It still hits me every once in a oh, while. Oh yeah, it hits I'll me. I'll sit too. there and be talking, and all of a sudden I'll go yeah, yeah like that yeah. right there, and it just <laughs> I'm like, what the crap? It's like, it's Mariah Carey who's possessing me. <laughs> so I was I was telling you, Terry. There's looks like there's there's four sightings in Walker County, two in Kansas. And one in Nauvoo, 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 Nauvoo. Nauvoo. Okay, close, close <laughs> enough. My friend. Um, He's like Nauvoo. The one in uh, I think spring of 1990, woman uh, recounts a childhood sighting of a white creature near, I guess, a road or something. And the July 1988 memory, uh, memory of a three. Fingers sliding under the front door outside Nauvoo. Wow, that's oh, that that's creepy. creepy. That's, that's three fingers. Three fingers. Just yeah. three fingers. Let's see, that's I uh, was in. Let me see. Maybe the whole hand couldn't fit under there. So wooden area just past intersection of Trotter Road, uh, Nichols Road on the right, forty yards of an intersection going north from from Jasper. 
Hmm. Wow. I don't know if you know the, uh, the history of Alabama necessarily, but every bit of this used to be tribal land Mm -hmm. and every bit of this actually used to be almost the equivalent to the Amazon jungle. Wow. And it was just until, you know, Americans came in and settled it and everything that we lost a lot of that. Some of Bankhead National Forest, (laughs) Bankhead National Forest is Indian tribe land. And back around episode five or episode six, one of my friends named Tiny came on and he was telling a story about how he's seen something up there in those woods. Mm Mm-hmm. And he told the story about how him and his friends, whenever he was 16, went walking through the trails. And, you know, that's what you do in National Forest. You go hike and see waterfalls. And there is a ton of waterfalls in that area. Very beautiful, very beautiful area. And he's seen a side trail and he just felt compelled to go down it. So he took a right while they went straight. And he talked about how he's seen a staircase just out of nowhere down in the holler yes it's a holler in alabama and he just felt compelled felt like something was pulling him up there but he decided not to and then he went back up and he thought he was gone for maybe 30 45 minutes tops turns out he was gone for hours to the point where his friends actually called the cops county deputies and everything was there park rangers were all there looking for him he had been gone like six or eight hours wow and then he told them the story they went back same trail went down they did not see the staircase but then he started hearing rump they started hearing rumblings in the woods and they turned around and they saw a real big creature with deer antlers and everything else on their head Mm -hmm. And, and it made a real big sound and everything and they ran out and he's he will literally to this day go 30 minutes out of the way to come down to jasper or whatever he will not go near that national forest right now to save wow. his life that's that's, that's amazing because like we had, hadn't we talked about like staircases I, in the woods I, before? i've been trying to get that that uh segment because we've been just so busy but i wanted to talk about like staircases in the woods and how that's like a thing. Then we then we talk to Yahweh Dan about that too. I asked him about it because uh, there's a big there's a big national like it's a it's a tourist spot. So it's a it's a big staircase that everybody uh, I forgot the name of it. Uh, it's the, on it's on Bluey too. The the uh, three sisters. Uh, it might be. Okay. I think I think it is. I think that's I think you're right. Terry, who did you have on? You had a, a adventure lighting lady. I can't remember her name. Last yes, her month. name's her name's Amanda. Amanda. I was one, I was listening to the episode and I was wondering if she sees stuff out in the woods because like she's she hikes right and she goes to all the the waterfalls and because that's I was I was wondering that myself while we were talking but mm. I I whenever we have conversations or I have conversations <clears throat> I, I'm sure you you do it a lot like I do as well I don't necessarily sit down with a notepad and write out a bunch of questions mm-hmm. I just try to have a conversation with right. somebody. I don't consider what I do interviews Mm -hmm. and every time she would talk and I've, you know, I did a little bit of research on her, but I just never could figure out a good place to put it in the conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to round two with her. She agreed to do a round two. So. I'm going to see if I can fit that in somehow way, shape, form or fashion. Yeah. Cause I was thinking, I said, man, she goes to all the waterfalls. Because yeah. I've heard many, many stories of Bigfoots just hanging around waterfalls, mm-hmm. yeah. because that's that's a, a good source for water, for water Fresh and water. Ga- and game, uh, and so showering if they're probably <laughs> they stink and so dumb and, <laughs> or swim, you know. Sometimes they want to cool off. All yeah, yeah. they might be out there doing the backstroke. You yeah, know? yeah, of course, of course. Now, now that see that's where I think we talked about this. Where that's got to be the worst thing to to see your first encounter a Bigfoot. Uh, when you're when you're in the, like a waterfall and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go for a swim, you, and you open your eyes and there's a bigfoot just floating right there, <laughs> just looking at you like shit. I got caught. You got caught. You see me? Oh, you're having a heart attack. Oh, you're drowning. Oh, you died because okay. you died of fear. 
Well, I, 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 do, I, would. I do got a couple of Bigfoot questions for you. I, I've listened to different shows and heard different stories. Go. Listen to, listen to yours. What is the deal with Bigfoot and throwing rocks? Mm. You know, uh, it's a funny story is that they're bullies. No, no, <laughs> no. The first, I think the, was this the first or second time I, I took you out? The, uh, the second, I think it's the second. Yeah. The second time I took Steven out in the East Texas, we went, we went with this paranormal group, uh, in Tyler, Texas. We met up with him in Tyler and we were going with them to go, uh, to a slave, uh, a civil war cemetery mm-hmm. and um and they had a bunch of they had a bunch of uh slaves uh buried there and so they were doing like these evps and i was looking up before we went out there there was a bunch of bigfoot activity in that area so i went i went with steven and my mentor uh <coughs> luke luke gross and i told him i said there's bigfoot stuff out here also so we ended up after after they did all their their session we did a couple of tree knocks we did a couple of calls we eventually had like something come up adjacent to us, like uh, alongside this creek bed, and we, we we hit our flashlights over there, and we saw like two sets of eyes. One was pretty high up the ground, probably like eight foot. Mm-hmm. The other one was probably like what five six feet, yeah. right? And so these eyes shining whenever we were doing the flashlights. As soon as we as soon as we caught them, like we go look over there. We had rocks coming across the street at us, just throwing rocks at us, and, and we what did we do? We turned and looked to like you know toward them. And then we went, whenever we turned the flashlights back to the to the creek bed, they were gone. It was a diversion. It was it, wow. it was the diversion. They he was whatever was out there was trying to get our attention to look away, and then these guys are gone. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the big deal with it. Is that, and I, I've heard stories like from like guys that are doing like uh, telephone work, like out in you know like the boonies, and they crawl up a, a pole, uh, like a pole to go do some work on a, a telephone line. And this right. one dude told me that he got pelted with rocks, and whenever he looked down, he saw like a like a, a Bigfoot standing on the tree line, and he rushed he rushed to get down, got in his truck and took off, and this thing was like like you know shadowing his truck. It was keeping up with him, and like you know until he was gone. So I don't know if was I it, was it running. Huh? Was it running on its all four legs to try and keep up with the truck, or was it just running on two? He told me it was on two. So um, I, I've I've heard stories of them running on fours and twos, but um, I don't know. That's I think it's it's like a different species. Uh, that's what I think. That's just you know my point of view on it. Yeah. So, well, I've heard a, I heard another story on. Uh, I think it was the Sasquatch Chronicles. He was on Chris Jericho's podcast, and I have yet to be able to find that episode again. Okay. But they were talking about how, like, there was two brothers that brought some property, and all of a sudden they started having activity. They would have what they thought was Bigfoot, getting real close to the house and actually looking in the windows and staring at their daughters. Mm -hmm. They were getting crazy. They were getting creeped out. Mm-hmm. They did everything that they thought in their power to do. Nothing worked. They ended up calling a, uh, basically a religious, I can't remember exactly what she was, but she was a real religious person. And she went with them, walked to the property, walked to the house, and basically prayed over the property. And after that, Whatever was the Bigfoots, what they would not cross the property line. Wow! That just hmm. they would just yell and throw rocks and stuff at them. And while all of this was going on, they would also see this lady walk the road, and she'd be all in. She'd be in all white. Keep that in your mind. Wow! Mm-hmm. So sooner or later, they finally started seeing her, and but they would holler at her, and she'd never acknowledge them at all and they finally got sick of it and they just yelled again and she finally turned around and gave the most evil diabolic smile that they had ever seen and started laughing extremely creepy and they called the lady back and said that the bigfoot were actually there because of her wow Hmm. i just thought that that it was like four or five years ago that I heard that story and it has just stuck with me this entire time. You know, I've talked to a lot of native American uh, friends of mine and they always, they always tell us all the time who, 
whenever they run into an entity like that, to not acknowledge it, to not invite it in, and to not whistle, right? At so night. Yeah, do don't whistle, whistle at night. night. And so for them to acknowledge it, I, I mean, I don't know, but, but I... I've always I've always said this on my show that you know uh, in theory that Bigfoots give off um, infrasound and that's uh, it's it's a, it's a theory I mean they, you know it can't be proven it's just conjecture but uh, right. uh, infrasound is similar to EMF and it's like they have the same characteristics and right. and they they make you like nauseated and headaches like not everybody's like acts the same way whenever they're like induced with that but. But wow, that's an interesting story. And mm-hmm. um, the one with the girls, I, I did have a case like this similar uh, in Paris, Texas. There was a lady, and and uh, she had she had these two little girls, and this Bigfoot was coming to the back of her, the house and looking through the windows. And I had to ask her this question. So people, if you get offended, I'm super sorry, but I asked the question if she was a heavy bleeder, and. Because, like, she burned her trash, and I told her not to do that anymore. I told her to, whatever, whenever she went through her cycle, to put it in a Ziploc, to put it in the freezer, and whenever she was ready to burn it and then take it out and go burn it. So these Bigfoots were attracted to her cycle for some reason because mm-hmm. she was a heavy, heavy bleeder. Right. And and I was just thinking, like, if this big these Bigfoots were attracted to these young girls, I was wondering if they are probably going through puberty or something like that so and then whenever they also do that they also give off like you know uh, a lot of energy like uh, you know and it, it's like it could be you know disguised as emf as well so i don't know mm. man i didn't think we were gonna go this deep into bigfoot, <laughs> bigfoot stuff so. well that's what that's why i was telling you i i know a little bit about a lot of different things and bigfoot moth man dog man yeah mm-hmm. anything crypto has just always fascinated me so yeah the mothman was another one of those things where we i think we yeah we did a whole uh, segment that, on that yeah that that story is amazing mm-hmm. it, it really is yeah you, I see think- a, you, you see a creature and you're trying you're out running it and then it turns out to be days before that big disaster yeah. That bridge. Yeah. Theory on that one was uh, the government was putting something in the water, and so because if you think about that that area, um, mm-hmm. um, Point Point Pleasant, there it's not too far from Quantico. It's not too far from Langley. It's not mm-hmm. too far from DC. So and it was I mean, the uh, <coughs> it was the only town that had like less than than ten thousand people. Yeah, and all the other towns were considered like. I guess too. I guess more suspicious if they were doing something like that. Yeah, and I thought that well, that was creepy too. And like then, they picked that town. If you think about it, it's like less than ten thousand people. And it was the same town that they also ran into Ingrid Cole mm-hmm. would show yeah. up, and that I, I was I found that super amazing. I was telling Sarah about that story, and I told her she should do a segment on that one. So. She never heard of him, right? She never heard of him. Yeah. She's heard of everything else, but that—that's oh, interesting. That is interesting. That's there. very interesting. Like because so, Angry Cold, you think when you hear Angry Cold, you think of Mothman. When you think of Mothman, you think of Angry Cold. Yeah, because like, yeah. I think he, I think he's in Angry Cold's like mentioning like three books. I think mm-hmm. Stephen Keels, Alan Greenspan, and there's someone else I can't remember. <coughs> Listeners, if you know it, message us and let us know because I mm-hmm. I don't recall so. I need, anyway. to read, I need to read those books. Yeah, I, I have I have two of them. So yeah, so. Bring, bring it over. Bring it over. Mm-hmm. But bring uh, it over. <laughs> Bigfoot Club thanks Terry Cagle with Porch Matters Podcast for coming on. This is going to be part one. Uh, we're going to release part two pretty soon. But you can find Porch Matters Podcast on all platforms. He's also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just look up Porch Matters Podcast, and we really thank him for coming on. Thank you.